cunnilingus it, you know? It's not real cunnilingus unless you're dragon forcing it. She's like, why are you humming? Because I'm playing, I'm, I'm fucking rocking them six strings, baby. Yeah, see that tongue action? Hot tongue action. It's one string. I can't move my tongue that fast, so I just, I just basically, move your I, just, I just bite it. <laughs> I just chew on it a little bit. Do you remember the back of the day? You guys remember porn magazines, right? Oh, yeah. No, what? <laughs> you remember how they'd have the sections where people would write in or whatever? What? No. Yeah, yeah. I don't talk about People would write in their sexy stories. Yeah, most of them were made up, probably. Most of them had to be made up. But one of them was a lesbian bitch. Some Q&A or something. And they asked her all these questions. She said that she liked to have her clip bit. I've never actually bring, brought, try, tried it. Have you ever sucked on a clip? You, you got you to <laughs> nibble. Done that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, you got to nibble first. I, no, you know, dude. I nibble you with gotta, my lips like a horse. You got to try and get as far back <laughs> as you can on your molars and just <laughs> chomp down on that fucker. <clears throat> I try to act like I don't have teeth. I'm like, I'm afraid of cutting. No, yeah, see, you gotta be afraid of cutting. I'm not afraid of getting a little bubble gum. <laughs> bubble gum? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just fuck? accidentally tear it off. Is this you... why these girls? Never mind. Never mind. We're just doing fucking 25 year post birth circumcision. Just asking what, women. like, what are you doing to these poor girls? <laughs> well, they're not alive. They're obviously yeah. pushing them too. <laughs> yeah. They're obviously already dead. Yeah, they're dead by this point. You think I'd do that to a living human being? What's wrong with you? Fuck. My bad for assuming. Yeah, don't make assumptions. I'm not a monster. <laughs> Welcome to the Jazz 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 Podcast. Jazz X3, if you will. My name is Jake. As always with your host, Anthony. I didn't know this is just turning into jazz pod. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It seemed like it seemed plausible. So. <laughs> Hello, Adam here. I don't want to be bandwagoners, but the jazz are the best. And also over here, pushing his propaganda. No propaganda for me, comrade. <laughs> Rory. I like the hat, by the way. Thank you. That's why it's the Jazz, Jazz, Jazz podcast. It's a black on black jazz hat. Uh, it's my favorite kind of sports Ooh, hat. Can you say black, black jazz in the same sentence? Yes, you can. Oh, okay. Because you're describing the color of the hat. Black on black jazz. It's my favorite kind of jazz. Awesome. Anyway, so we have stuff to talk about. We got stuff to talk about. First of all, let's just talk about the NBA, right? Yeah, NBA. Here we go. Ready? No one's really good. The Jazz Except for are the jazz. great. I was trying to get there. Oh. God damn it. You can't just let him have a moment? No. No one's really good except for the Jazz are great. Um, jazz are doing well, although they're five and four in their last 10 or nine or something. Everybody like has a slump. This oh, is yeah, a yeah, regular yeah. old Jazz midseason slump where they're trying to like rest themselves while still playing. And plus they were down a couple people, but Bogdanovich, you're not looking great. You looked okay last night. He but... had a good game last night. He had two really bad games before that. Uh, if he had even made a single bucket in the previous game, I'm pretty sure he was 0 for 10. He, he might have been 1 for 10. <laughs> he was 0 for 22 in two games from three. <laughs> and if he had made one single bucket, we would have beat, uh, I think it was the 76ers we lost to in overtime. 
That sucks. Yeah. Uh, did they do any trades? They, they did, one? actually. Who did they just pick up? Matt Thomas. Matt from, uh, Thomas. Raptors? The Raptors, yes. What position does he play, and who did they give up? Ah, uh, is a sent? No. Did they send favors away? No. They didn't actually send anybody away, I don't think. They, they just signed around pick it? in 2022. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess if you can get somebody without giving up anybody, why not? Yeah, why not? But well, if you can... they're giving up a future star. Yeah, but if you are planning to be good for the next few years, those draft picks don't really mean nothing to you. So... Well, so, I mean, Jazz, not really winners, losers. They'll probably break even on that trade either probably. way. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Jake is tripping. What did you hear? I want to show Anthony my Alex Pardee card. Go ahead, continue. Uh, who do you think actually came out uh, winner, loser, best of? Who, who, who do you think? What are you doing? So, Orlando, they sold everybody. Four out of five starters are no longer going to be on the team. So, especially their their quote unquote big three: Aaron Gordon, Vujicic, and then uh, Fournier. I think he's oh, yeah. the other guy. He's a really good three shooter. So Boston picked him up. Uh, Vujicic. I can't ever say these Serbian names. I think he's Serbian. He's probably not Serbian. I don't know. Anyway, um, racism. No, no. Just one of those Eastern Bloc European <laughs> names. Yeah, but I think he's like from. I think he went to UCLA or something like that. Anyway, he uh, he went to Chicago, and then you have Aaron Gordon who went to the Denver. Um, I think though. The teams that won their trade, respectively, I think everybody thinks they won. But, you know, I mean, if you're a good team and you can acquire a good player, I, I think that's a winner in my book, regardless of who won the trade. Although the Heat picked up Oladipo without, giving, won that exi- without giving up. They gave yeah. up Kelly Olenek, and they didn't give up any of their big guys. Although I wouldn't have mind seeing Did they give up two people? Yeah, they gave up uh, Avery Bradley and oh, yeah, Olenek. If Avery Bradley actually played this year, it probably would have worked out, but he was very inconsistent. He was not very healthy. But uh, yeah, so but they're hoping that they can sign uh, LaMarcus Aldridge after the Spurs did the buyout on his contract. Uh, so they gave him $5.5 million just to walk, basically. And hopefully, if he can just be a good rebounder and defender, yeah. then that can give somebody who can give Bam some needed rest in between uh, stuff. I think he's really going to need to go in there and be, you know, some kind of force. He really needs to establish himself. And he needs to be a better player than he has been with his bad joints in his legs between his ankles and his hips. Are you trying to say knees? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. Uh, Bad knees. Yeah, but I mean, if you're not asking him to be your starter, you're not asking him to be your main scorer. I mean, shoot, if he can get you 10 to 12 points and get you eight rebounds and a block, I think that's a win in my book. Did you say 10 to 12 points? Yeah. Nah. I mean, that's a good for a bench player. 10 He's to 12 not points. He's do it, though. Okay, I mean, that's not, they're not asking him to score. They also have a reason now, too, who's a stretch four. You can shoot threes. However, he's old. He's like 35, so... Old man Ariza. Yeah, I think they still have Iguodala too. So I'm like, dude, you, you just guys have been, you have like two young guys and everybody's old. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't. Yeah, we were just watching that game actually. Although Maybe. I guess Oladipo's young now. So 
But he's a good perimeter defender and uh, he can be another ball handler while Drogics or Jimmy can take a rest or you can use one of them as your scorer. I think it gives him a lot of depth because he is very young, good talent. The only thing I don't like is that his contract expires at the end of the year. So if he doesn't plan on staying, then what was the point of trading for him, especially if you don't win? So if you can't sign him, then what's really the the point of trading for him? Although you didn't really give up much for him, so I guess that's (laughs) the trade-off. Well, see, in Miami, you just uh, trust the Miami atmosphere. The culture. The culture to bring him in, baby. They signs them. It gets them in there. Yeah, that's something that the Jazz and the Heat and Miami both have. Uh, oh, no. They have like a, a aura about them that they like their guys. They have a specific guys that they look at that know that will buy into the system. They don't really go for huge, big-headed superstars. And they also like the homegrown their talent, too. So oh, that's I was what, talking about titties on the beach. Oh, that, too. I mean, <laughs> that, too. <laughs> And it's pretty much good weather 99% of the time. That's except true. for a hurricane. Hurricanes. Too. <laughs> That's the only problem. Edward comes in and ruins your whole fucking season. <laughs> exactly. Like, how the well, fuck did this happen? Well, Watch out for Janice. She's next. We got to we gotta donate a bunch of money to the city. That's why we're here. That's why we're here to rebuild Miami every year. <laughs> every year. <laughs> every other year. <laughs> Usually we, we get missed once. Every other year we get missed. That's true. It usually ends up hitting Houston. Yeah, fuck a Houston. Speaking well, of Houston, Houston, is fucked this year. Yeah, they traded Oladipo. Yeah, that's where Oladipo came from after they uh, traded for him. Traded for him and paid. Uh, I can't remember who was in the trade, but they literally paid like five million dollars in that trade just to get rid of him <laughs> or just to get Oladipo. And now they're losing him and losing more money. And Houston went from having all the big names and people thinking they were a contender to just another team from Texas. Sneaky good trade, I think, is uh, the Bucks getting P.J. Tucker from Houston. He's a good uh, power forward that can defend against centers, and he can also hit you a three every now and then. But he's a tough dude. He'll get in there and get you a rebound. Like He'll go up and get it for you. He'll take a charge for you and stuff like that, too. I like but I think, that's a, but I think it's a sneaky good pickup by the Bucks to help bolster their defense a little bit. Yeah, because you got... Giannis, actually, well, they're they're he's playing center this year, right? I don't know. He plays whatever position. He plays all over, but yeah. you know where else is where else is he going to play if you got this guy at power forward? And you want them both on the court because they're probably going to uh, complement each other pretty well, I would think. Yeah, he he plays sometimes. They even put him as point guard too, so because he can handle the ball so well. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see how they make out. All the big teams didn't really do much, though. You know. The Lakers didn't. They everyone thought they were going to do something. They didn't do anything. Um, I think they're just waiting for to get healthy again. I think that's all they're waiting for because they got a bunch of guys out. I think they phoned in this year. Frankly, they just make it to the playoffs. Is that all they're, they're worried about? I don't think they're going to make it to the playoffs. Actually, yeah, they're like third. Yeah. yeah, but they are going to go on an eight game losing streak right now, <laughs> or something. Steve was very sour this week because of LeBron's ankle. That I hate to take credit for, but he did point out that I have cursed. So this is going to be your thing. This is how I'm really, dude. If I curse enough athletes, then somebody's going to want me on their fucking <laughs> on their podcast, or their ESPN will call you up. All right, so who do you think is going to break their ankle this week? You'll be on fucking the Ocho. Vegas, yeah, <laughs> I could fucking take a take a pass on one of those ESPN podcasts where they. 
<laughs> like, I'll invite you guys. Don't worry. Okay, thanks. Uh, Rory's got to get a black on black hat though. But the Can't I think just come in looking like the Unabomber, Rory. <laughs> it's what he looks like right now. The ginger Unabomber. The Unabomber. The <laughs> if the Unabomber had a whole bunch of recessive genes, he'd be right there. Oh, Ouch. Man. Attacking me on the genetic level. That fucking hurts. Yeah. I was just trying to be more clever with the ginger jokes for once. So, I'm sorry. So, who do you, Jake, who do you got that you think that won trades for NBA? It depends on how healthy Aaron Gordon is with the trade going over to the Nuggets. Um, he's always had a lot of potential. And in that system, you know, we all saw that the Nuggets are a pretty well run team last year when they kind of jumped all over the Jazz's shit when they were down 3-1. to one. They looked like the 0-4 Red Sox coming back on the Yankees. It was some <laughs> weird shit. Mm-hmm. It was some weird shit. Last year was a weird playoffs in the bubble. Yeah. Heat should have won. Fuck the Lakers. Fuck Joker, the Jokic is good, though. Jokic is really good, and he's probably going to only make Gordon better. Jokic is, a, is an assist machine. So with someone with the athletic ability of Gordon, you know, we could be seeing some pretty cool dunks on the... Uh, yeah, just a bunch of... Like pocket pick and pops and shit. Yeah, like pick and just... pop, dunk and shop. Woohoo! That's what we're going to call the Nuggets now the dunk and shop and pick and pops. I mean, and if you think about it, the Nuggets didn't have to give up uh, really anybody to get them. Uh, they gave up Gary Harris and somebody else who you pointed out while we were talking pregame uh, that he's a good defender and helped bring down Donovan when uh, the yes. Nuggets were coming back. So, not we'll coincidentally, see. he came back from injury on that. Uh, the first game when they were down on game five, he came back yeah. to help them win three in a row. So, uh, but they gave that up. But Orlando, you know, we talked about that earlier. They sold everybody. Just yeah, Bulls won that one. Uh, who did they get? Vujicic. Uh, Vujicic, yeah. And one other. Didn't they give it someone else? Yeah, they, uh, Aminu. Oh, yeah, Aminu. Yeah. He's a good defender. Yeah, and, no, uh, Bulls are trying to be sneaky. Yeah, no. the, with the expanded playoffs this year, uh, I mean, all you got to do is get in. Get in and see what happens. Yeah. The tournament is... Especially with Zach Levine. We saw him the other night. Oh, yeah. Zach he's a good player. Levine is a beast. He's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. He's going to be surrounded by some players that are going to be able to, you know, handle with him. Like, that's fun. So let's see if uh, they can actually maybe string up some games. The Knicks look good, but they didn't really do anything in the trade. But they look actually fairly decent. Who knew it took getting a good coach and some players to buy into a system? But Yeah, that's weird. You know who is irritating right now? Not good, necessarily. Very bad record this year. But irritating at the moment is uh, Portland because they beat the uh, Jazz a couple of days, a couple of weeks, like last week, and they just now beat the Heat. And they really just, they're not that good. CJ McCollum's hurt, so that doesn't help. Lillard all night, dude. Lillard's the new Bron Bron. He kept crying. He kept getting hit. And crying and crying. <laughs> oh, what crying. about those five threes in a row from Miami that couldn't even seal it for him? I mean, 15 <laughs> points like in, in fucking five possessions. It was just bam, bam, bam. Yeah, dude, it was nuts. It was, I, I looked down from my phone, and uh, two minutes later, I looked up, and the it had been like 96, and I looked up, and the score was 108 to fucking 98, <laughs> and I was like, how the fuck did that happen? It was a quick run, no yeah, it was doubt. a quick run, and then just three on three. Dude, it was, it was nuts. Did Lillard do that thing where he shoots it for half court and makes it? He did no, earlier in the he game. He shot it from half court and got fouled. 
Ugh. Oh yeah, at, with worst. one second left. That's with the worst. One second left. With one second. And then he didn't left. even miss the last shot like a douchebag to fucking end the game. With Damian some class. Lillard is a capital douchebag. He had three, three free throws, with one second left with in a tie game. He made the first two, and then he made the third one like a fucking point hungry bitch. Yeah, brick that thing super hard so. He bounces around for a second. He's not a team player. If yeah. he was, they'd be doing better. But they still won, and they're still doing okay. Yeah, they they're beat like a bunch of tough. I think teams. They're like six. Or they're probably seven. crawling back into the race, but they were really bad for a while. Yeah, well, that's just, that's that's Portland's mo, dude. They start out the season very bad. Nurjic, their center, always gets hurt, um, which I would be very frustrated if I was them right now because. Every time they the going's good with them, it's great. But the minute that he gets hurt, they tank a little bit. Uh, not by tank. Um, there are six right now in uh, the playoff standings. So they'll Portland tank. Is. They're twenty six and eighteen. That's better than half the teams in <laughs> the East. <laughs> well, I hate them. Uh, so Boston got better, I guess, with the threes and stuff like that. But who do you think got better, Rory? Who do I think got? Better. better trades, yeah. Who do you think after the trade deadline? Uh, I'm thinking. I, I honestly think that Chicago probably got one of the better deals. Miami got a pretty good deal. I, uh, you know, I'm not too certain how I feel about. I guess if you count Brooklyn doing earlier in the year getting Harden, that just makes Houston more of a loser. <laughs> I think Houston got <laughs> Houston and Orlando just sort of gave the farm away. I don't get it. I don't understand why Orlando because they're like. They were good at the beginning of the season, but then they started not doing a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of things well. So it's crazy. I don't know. Are you guys wondering what I'm looking up? Yes. Well, let's find out right now. Wrong. Hold your horses. You're going to have to edit this out. Wow, you still have ads. It's important. It's time to do. What is the time? It's time to call down an ankle curse. Who are you cursing now? It's time. And it's not game time. And it's not. It is. It's Dame time. We're cursing the shit out of him. Fuck him. I hope he breaks his fucking ankle. Um, I don't agree with you. <laughs> you don't? I don't think Damian Lillard should break his ankles. All he's doing is working hard to make his team. It's not his fault that he became a superstar and could start arguing with referees. I'm sick of seeing people cry and whine and argue with the refs. Ankles. All like, NBA players calling. do it, though. They all do it. I'm calling for ankles from now on. It seems that I've got a little bit of a power... And I'm going to exercise it to the detriment of the rest of the world, except for the Utah Jazz, baby. And maybe Nikola Jokic, because I like him. (laughs) Let him slide. But, Damian Lillard, your time has come, my friend. Here on the Sports, 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 Jazz, Jazz, Jazz podcast, your time has come. And we shall see. Tonight, you bumped your ankle up a little bit. I noticed that. It's going down. It'd be a shame. If anything else happened to it. How come my Russell Westbrook 
quest for breaking didn't come true. Well, it doesn't always land right away, and act though that episode also hasn't been posted yet. So, oh, so it hasn't gotten into the universe. Yeah, you gotta wait for it to come out. <laughs> Jeez, Rory, <laughs> you're really like over the top with this. Wait for the patience of the gods. I think is what they say. Are you, do you have a video to show us, Jake? Yeah, I do. You guys want to fucking see some fucking hilariosity? Let's see it. Who's Let's in see. it? What's going on? What are we doing? We got Shaq. Oh, Shaq Daddy. Getting schooled by Candace Parker on TNT's NBA Tonight or whatever the fuck it's called. Ah, school nice. mommy. School mommy. Here she goes. You ready? Can you get all my coughs out of this episode, Anthony? I'm coughing a lot. All right. She is Candace Parker for a little background. 2020 WNBA Defensive Player of the Year. I think she's even got a dunk on her resume. Maybe two. And Shaq was not aware of her defensive prowess. So here we go. Hmm. Reigning Defensive Player of the Year, Candace Parker. Your thoughts? Um, you were Defensive Player of the Year? Take the surprise out your voice, Shaq. We got a cord right over there. Boy. She always bullying um, me, see me. Every show, she's bullying me. Not a bully. Think about your So, what makes that funny? Because Shaq's an idiot, or because yeah, because Shaq's an idiot, and she called him out on being surprised. I thought it was funny. Shaq has uh, been a big punching bag lately on there. Now, this is not the first time she has done this. Uh, there was a kind of time with Dwayne Wade that they were talking and. Shaq kept talking about how they just need to go back to old school basketball, to back up to the rim and blah, blah, blah. And she was saying how everybody can shoot threes in today's game. Uh, you got to have somebody who can shoot threes one through five. You can't just have a shooting guard and a point guard shoot threes. And Shaq was like, get a bit on low to the big man. Let him take care of it. <laughs> and he also wants to give them nine and a half foot baskets. Well, you know what happened? Um, Shaq has been trained ever since they discovered he was a giant. <laughs> That there is one, <laughs> one, one way like to twenty two pounds. One way to get to the basket and make easy points if you're big and dumb is to just back up there, force your way in, and put it in the hole. So Shaq, from a very young age, has had it drilled into his head that that's the only way you can score. <laughs> Did he teach Kobe? No. See, Kobe taught him that there's this thing called shooting. Shaq never did that before. Well, I was making a rape joke. Oh. <laughs> uh, Kobe's a rapist. Well, was. We got to clean that up, Ant. <laughs> Jesus Or he Christ. said, slam it in the hole or something like that. <laughs> I was making a Kobe joke. Jesus you make, Christ. Make no apologies. Make Wait. no apologies. Are you surprised that Washington didn't deal Bradley Beal? Before the trade deal the Beal. Oh, because they're absolutely horrific this year? Yeah. Well, what would they have gotten for the greatest shooter in the NBA? I'm not sure. Not all the time, but of this uh, Right season. now? Yeah, this yeah. year he is the best shooter. Uh, most points, I believe, right, in the NBA? Yeah, that's what it was, most points per game. But well, Here's the problem, is that the fucking socialists have ruined Washington, and now... They're trying to become a state, goddammit! And now it's come all the way down to they've even ruined the basketball team. Washington's gone to shit and it's all Joe Biden's fault. He's ruining basketball. Jeez. I cursed Russell Westbrook, so. <laughs> <laughs> so basketball's about to get better. 
Oh my gosh. Um, but all seriousness, all seriousness, though, um, do you think this changes the presumed good teams in the NBA? Nah. Yeah. They were already there. Like, you're not going to just go through the trade deadline, get one player, and instantly you're a superstar team. You still have to work on it. Yeah. I'm in agreement because I think the Nets are still good. The Lakers, when healthy, are good. Uh, Jazz are good. Phoenix is good. And the Bucks are good. And the 76ers are good. So none of those teams really did anything to improve or get better or whatnot so i don't think it immediately like right off the bat makes anyone better but definitely someone's gonna mix better with their new team than everyone else and it's gonna click really well and it's gonna be a good thing for that team and i got a feeling it's gonna be denver even though you know i just want to have some faith in aaron gordon i don't like denver i really don't but i think i think he's gonna work out all right there i have a lot of faith in Jokic just being able to make other people around him better so and Murray. A lot of strong case for him to be MVP right now, Jokic. Even uh, though Donovan we're... Mitchell should be MVP. Best player on the best team. What? <laughs> I guess if you're going by that measure, then yes, he should be in the conversation. Yeah. So uh, I'm pretty sure he's creeping up towards 30 points or a game right now. Six assists, uh, two, multiple steals in the, each game. Yeah, he went five rebounds. Beast mode in the fourth. Like, I mean, the man will not play for the first half of the game, and then all of a sudden he'll have 30 points. Nine points in the in one of the games last week. I can't remember who it was against in the first half. Twice. And then he, well, yeah, but the, the one I'm talking about, he ended with 42 points. He scored 33 points in the second half. Beast. I mean, I know that's just a quarter for Clay Thompson, but... <laughs> Uh, Donovan Mitchell, this last game against the Nets, had eleven or sorry, seven assists and twenty-seven points. He was eleven of eighteen. No free throws though. He didn't get to the line. Yeah, the the Jazz have been just absolutely shitting themselves on free throws. Uh, I don't want to knock on wood here because Rudy Gobert has been really working on his free throws. I would say because <laughs> he's doing a lot better. Yeah, props to the old Joe Burr. Bogdanovich has been playing, was playing some of the worst basketball I've seen in out of a jazz player in a long time, like a long, long time. So Donovan's averaging 25.4 points a game, 4.6 rebounds a game, 5.5 assists per game. So the last three games I just looked up, he's averaged 30 points, six assists. Yeah. Is what he's averaged. So he is balling out hard. And just when the Jazz need it, because they were having a little rough patch, like Roy was saying, like we were talking about, Bogdanovich went cold as fuck. Uh, and then they just missed 14 free throws in one game, too, that they lost. Jesus so <laughs> they oh. needed it. What about Jingle and Joe? Jingle and Joe. Th- career high, 37 points, I think. Hit eight three-pointers. Uh, he... And they still lost. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he hit. Uh, he's hitting. Well, I haven't. Uh, I haven't checked since uh, since last night's game. But he did hit most of his threes last night, and he was over fifty percent for the season after hitting eighteen of twenty two in two games. How come he wasn't invited to the three point contest? Right, because he's know. Australian, and they got something against us, mate. They don't go around the horn the right way. They, they go. Mike Conley was invited. Yeah, because he's American. He Who's a better three-point shooter, Mike Conley or... Uh, Currently? Unguarded, Eagles. Mike Conley's the best shooter in the NBA. 
mean, <laughs> horse champion. Yeah, he, Curry got lucky. He, I mean, he beat him. He, Mike Conley had twenty-seven points in the three-point contest. That's unguarded. kind of unheard of. Unguarded. He's the best, very best scorer in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, dude. Which is funny. <laughs> it's straight up. I'll make a case for it every time. <laughs> the dude's got a fucking float like f- floater game that is uh, shit. Uh, it's, I, I, he fucking, he's got a good strong floater game, you know. Yeah. Yep. So, but I, I don't, I don't know. I think Conley. They've all. That's funny. I was talking to Rory, and then right before Mitchell decided to go on that tear that you were just reading about, I was telling Rory, I was like, I think Mitchell's like decided to stop taking threes because he knows that he's surrounded by other people who can make them better than him. And then he just went on a tear. Aside from Ingles, he was the best player for three games shooting. And, but I'm gonna repeat. Ingles went 18 of 22 from three in two games. That's crazy. 18 and 22. That is crazy. Maybe it was three games. No? I was pretty sure it was two games. No, that sounds about right. Maybe he took 18 attempts and made 16, because I know he his career high was eight made. Either way, he was balling. Mm-hmm. Jingling Joe from down under. Draining. Like, a lot of a lot of basketballs not even touching the net on their way through. Quite impressive. Off of a weird, ugly-looking left-hand shot, too. Yeah. <laughs> he's got them all. He's got all his teammates dialed in to... Uh, Pass right to his face. He catches the ball right in his fucking nose. It's more like chin level. Okay, chin. <laughs> Some chin music. He catches it, and he the shot is off within probably four-tenths of a second, I guess. Mm-hmm. Crazy fast. He just cocks it, shoots it. Even with defenders flying up on him, they can't get there before the ball's gone. And then he just drains it. He's fucking been on a roll for the Jazz. It's good that... When you have a, a really good player and he's playing really well and stuff like that, but you know, you still feel a little disrespected, it's still good that they have that chip on their shoulder, kind of, because it keeps them motivated. You see, that's the one thing you don't want is for a team to get good and you get a star player and then they take games off because they can, quote unquote. So. Irving, Durant, <laughs> anyone it, for the Nets. Because it was the- his birthday the other day, so he had to take it off. Okay. Birthday sounds like a day I don't want to win a basketball game. Maybe that's just the competitor in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you've already won a championship, you don't have to be that working that hard. Yeah, and also the earth is flat, so. <laughs> He's a bajillionaire, too. Um, the only baseball news I have, I got to go find my baseball card to show you. Reigning defensive player of the year, Candace Parker. <laughs> Your thoughts? Um, you were defense player of the year? You were defense player of the year? All right. So since there's no actual baseball, and even if there was, no one in this room except me would care about it, here's something that's great for podcasting. It's my Tops Project 70 Ronald Acuna Jr. Alex Pardee drawn special edition baseball card. And the Mike Trout one just came out today, and we bought it. That's dope. And this is the first time really looking closely at it, and it's not a foil or a, um, what was the other one? Artist's print. Yeah, those ones get numbers on the back. Mine's just boring. So is this like a a special edition card that only uh, certain amounts are made or something like that? Three days only they sold them for. 
online oh, nice. only three days you could order them and they're doing tw- every artist or every person like i guess they have a bunch of different artists doing them but this is one of the artists me and rory follow on instagram it's uh at alex pardee i think on instagram anyways he's doing 20 cards and he dropped his mike trout card today nice which is also pretty sick it's super sick this one's dope that one is super dope, and hopefully my Mike Trout card comes as a foil. They give away a 70 foil uh, just randomly, one gold trimmed, hmm. so it's a one of one. One of one. And the Os- the Acuna card? The gold one is on eBay. Is, it's on eBay for $15,000. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, man, can yeah. you imagine getting a Mike Trout one? Oh, give me that Mike <laughs> Trout fucking gold card, please. Especially because he's won an MVP. I'll so. stop cursing people. <laughs> I'll stop ankle cursing people if I get a Mike Trout gold. You guys turn around and sell that shit? Hell no, I'm going to save that for like 20 years and then sell it. Retire. The foils are going for like 1500 Damn. This one, going for almost about between 40 and 50 Nice. Which is twice what I paid. Yeah, there I you go. Twenty dollars for it. There you go. That's a good investment. Then you can already, if you already can double it, then good job. I f- I figured, you know, three days. They're only selling the cards for three days. This shit will be worth money someday. Did you hear about the? I think it was a Joe DiMaggio card. Somebody sold for like a quarter of a million dollars a couple of weeks ago. That wouldn't surprise me. Was it a old tops? Yeah, something crazy like authentic. It was a PSA graded one that was like graded above an eight or something like that Ooh, too. So for an old ass card, that's. Yeah. That's rare. I've got a Thurman Munson rookie card that is probably a four. It's from <laughs> 1968, I think. Hey, I'm sure to a specific collector, that could be worth some money. That's one thing about a collection is the values and whoever wants to buy it. So I think it's on Beckett for like 120 bucks or something. Yeah. Uh, I found it in a box of yard sale cards when I was a kid. If only I had all those cards, I found a ton. It's the only one I kept. Oh, man. Those other ones you could have... That could have been your retirement. <laughs> Just kidding. Possibly. He's digging through a, ca- a case here. I see it. I think it's here. Maybe not. My brother has uh, the original hyped up Pokemon cards that have a bunch of foils and stuff like that on them. I'm pretty sure my mom sold mine at a yard sale, my whole binder I had of them. So, Damn, that sucks. Mainly because they're actually worth, some of them are worth money right now. Yeah. So. My niece wants some for her birthday, and uh, they are pricey. Pokemon cards? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like 120 bucks for some stupid trainer kit. There's a, uh, there's a specific card from our childhood when Pokemon was real big. Uh, it's Charizard that is a perfect foil. What it has is like a little swirl in it. And I think uh, that thing can pull in, if it's a PSA 8 or higher, some really good money. Like double-digit thousands. Oh, hell yeah. 10 Gs or more? Yeah. Depending, mm. I mean, it obviously depends on whoever wants to buy it. Me and digits so. are best I had friends. a first edition Weedle. Dope. It was sick. It's like $5. <laughs> Well, I wasn't in it for the cash. This has been the Jazz, Jazz, Jazz Nerd Talk. Thank you for coming to our nerd session. There's a whole YouTube community that is just built around opening Pokemon packs on YouTube and talking about what you get and how much you can sell them for. And, bro, if you don't think tabletop gaming is a sport, you have no idea. I am clearly in the wrong line of work. 
That's more like foil packs all day. A mental sport. Mm, that's why. I... Yo, mental sport. All right. Well, so I yeah, wrap it up. I might no wrap it up NFL. here as we're talking about uh, boring stuff to other people. Yeah, no, no one wants to hear this. So, where can they find us, Anthony? On Facebook. On Facebook at the Sports 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 Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at the Sports 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 Podcast. And find us on Twitter at Sports X3 Podcast. And while you're on Twitter, check out Anthony's posts. They're great. And they're savage. And while you're on Spotify, give us a follow. And while you're on um, Apple Podcasts, give us a rate and a review. Tell people how much you like Anthony's silly posts on Twitter. (laughs) That's funny. And you can also follow Anthony at www.onlyfans.com forward slash A-B-E-I-G-H-T-8. Uh, 19.95 a month, guys. 19.95 a month. Anthony will play video games while you stare at his butthole. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Pay up, bitches. See ya. See you guys later. Have a good one. Adios, motherfuckers.